This episode is brought to you in part by Ad Council. The Ad Council and COVID Collaborative's It's Up to You campaign highlights stories from the descendants of the U.S. Public Health Service syphilis study at Tuskegee. Their stories set the record straight on what happened, what has changed, and what current generations can learn from the experience to build confidence in public health within Black communities, especially as it relates to the COVID-19 vaccines. To get the latest information on the COVID-19 vaccines, visit GetVaccineAnswers.org. Hear their stories. Get the facts. It's up to you. My grandfather was a case in that study. He worked as a firefighter where the Tuskegee Airmen trained. He and I were phenomenally close. The syphilis study happened for 40 years. Penicillin was found to be the most effective treatment, but the men were denied the treatment. Interestingly enough, I've had someone tell me that they were concerned about getting the vaccine because of the syphilis study. I always, you know, try to educate or provide some information about what happened. But then I said, you're talking about something that happened to my family. And I've taken both of my vaccines. I'm doing this for them. Health is greater than health, and it's really up to us to take ownership of our health and the story. They never said the Sykes podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The device is a black podcast playing all genres with a regular pop culture and a shit ton of food. If you're not from DC, you probably don't know what size you are. And it's from Yellowstone. Alert the dolls! <laughs> that is funny. To us. Well, she's recording. What has it been given? This is the tell all your business section. Well, you know the doll has moved. She is now a homeowner. Love that for us. Um, you know, you've been around for the journey, doll. <laughs> Everybody thought I was kidding when I said I was leaving New York and moving to Philly and what she up and did to did. Look, and you went on like a full tour before you left New York. Proud of you. Leave the city. Oh, yeah. So the whole month of June, I was farewelling. But, you know, I still COVID and I don't I don't know y'all's um, COVID practices. So I was scheduling one on one, two on one gatherings. I got to see so many people that I have not seen in over a year. Um, so it was cute. Thanks, everybody, for taking me out and all that stuff. I had fun. Bye, New York. I know that's a lot. I still work in New York, so I'm there on Friday. So if anybody didn't see me that want to see me and want to take me out, I'm there on Friday night. And then after that, I'm out. I only, I'm only here Fridays. Yeah, she don't give New York no more time. I can, like, I be hitting it when work over. Hooch and gooch. <laughs> Holly Poochies. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Why do I be drinking water when I be talking to you? Because I know it's going to want to spit out. <laughs> Not it's going to want to. That's funny. I hate that. But anyway, that's really all that's going on with me. I'm hitting the Philly streets. I'm on the, the Philly dating scene. We're going to see what it's giving. Because <clears throat> I need a baby father for next year. So oh, God. I'm hanging out for the summer. And then we, we on baby father duty 
Come like November. I don't know how I feel about that. The grandma is the baby agenda. Like, uh -uh. <laughs> oh, you know, Jackie not raising no kids, so <laughs> ain't. <laughs> it's really not about to be the grandmama is the baby, cause yeah. I cannot believe J Jocelyn Hernandez said that shit. She will ever be emblazoned in my mind as a coon. That was funny, but she not lying because my sister is the epitome of the grandmama is the baby. Lots of people are. She raised all her grandkids. Mm -mm. It's oh. it's annoying. Well. This is episode 61. I saw Wait, how you want I tell your business? Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to sound like the Oprah Rose podcast for five seconds. Shout out to them and they 200th episode. Love Congratulations. <laughs> what is my business? My mind is my business. I haven't been doing anything. I'm going to Paris for my birthday. That's coming up. September babies, the Libra agenda. Oh, guess what happened to me the other fucking day? I do have a crazy Tell story. us. So y'all know I work in media, marketing, PR, digital, whatever the fuck. Been doing this for 11 years. So I got booted onto this new client. I guess I, the client can remain nameless, but it's in beauty and hair and stuff like that. So mind you, I haven't had a conversation with anybody in my job about like, if this is my new client, am I leading the project? Like, what's it given? None of that. It was just like a 12 o'clock in the morning email Sunday night going into Monday to say, hey, can you help out with this? I think you have some capacity. It'll be good to get your insights, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking I'm just doing an assignment. That shit was due the next day at 3 p.m. The day after that, we had to present to the client. Why was the client my ex's ex? It's a lot of no's on these levels because you ain't tell me that first part. Quit the job. <laughs> I legit walked into this thinking I was just assisting. It was going to be something fun to do real quick. I have my other clients that were kind of on break, like contracts are being updated, all of that. But not, and, and went to school with us. And to make sure, to add insult to injury, to make sure that they knew who I was, I definitely lifted up my Clark Atlanta mug and sipped from my coffee at the end so he could get into design. It's like, nah, it was cool. It was love like mess. Actually, Muse don't love mess. That's me lying and being dramatic. He don't actually love mess. But, stuff but like I love hearing about me. So that's a good story, dog. So, I mean, have y'all did two and two, connected dots? What's, what's, what's the energy? We know each other. Like, I know who that nigga is. No, but I mean, like, now that y'all work on a project, like, is it, is it, are y'all keeping it professional and, like, y'all don't know each other? Like, what's the energy given? I haven't said anything. Um, it was just that one meeting that happened last week. We have another meeting tomorrow. I don't know if he's going to be on there or not, because, again, my role on this client is still kind of undefined. I'm just floating. But the position was cute, and the people grew up. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to worry about it. It's... I think that God just loves to remind me of my stakes via this specific ex. So I'd be like, Lord, it's always something. And I'm, I'm coming into this blind. And then he pop up on the screen and we both like, <laughs> you should have seen it. Is this the ex that I don't like? You shouldn't like none of my exes, but yeah. Uh oh, <laughs> you be liking my exes. That'd be different. How? Because I know them. <laughs> Like, you've introduced us. You never met none of these niggas. But I can still like them based on storyline. Does the storyline sound like something you want to like? Nope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? I hate being at odds with people, so I was trying to find a loophole. 
I like it. The silver lining. Sing Jasmine. That's Madden's song for life. Not no. Like, why wouldn't it be? Jasmine Sullivan could do no wrong. Her new song, Tragic, is cute, too. We didn't talk about that last episode, and we should have. I ain't listened to it. I don't want to hear nothing about Tragic or Toxic. Like, so if, even if it got it, the word in there, I just, I'm like, I don't want to hear that. I want to dance. Speaking of fucking dancing, <laughs> guess what we bought as a cat? Uh. <laughs> Finally going to see our dog, Tanache, in Live and in Living Color. Wow. Listen, we've been 10 years of staying and we finally getting to see our dog. That is everything to me. Not 10 years of staying, like 12 years of slave. I mean, <laughs> let's film it. No, seriously, neither of us have ever seen Tanache live. Y'all know that that is our queen. She could do no wrong except for dress. And yeah, the outfit's not getting no better. So, no, not at all. But I mean, shout out to her for being on um, Sports Illustrated. That was a cute branding moment. Love that pairing. Yeah, and shout out to, um, what's their name? Rob Nation, we'll be nice to y'all right now. <laughs> we guess. Come on, we'll be nice to y'all right now. For now. But also for bookings, because I'm going to be the first in line at that show. Oh, dog. okay, so y'all, we going to D.C., so if y'all want to meet us, um, put your mask on, and um, we'll be there. Not you sending me Tanasha stuff in the middle of the show, but she looked good for once. I didn't click on it to open it up, so don't ruin it for me. Okay. She looked bad. You got to be honest with your faves. But yeah, I'll tell you. And enough people are not. Most people are not. The people don't have self-awareness or discernment, and that's all I be praying for. Glad we got it. All right, wait, wait. Aren't we glad that you got him? Good time. You know, you always gotta give music an excuse to sing. The doll always wanna give y'all a little piece of vocal. I wanna remind y'all he's singing Legacy Children. <laughs> Annoying. The, f- the thing is, my family is a singing family, and they don't think that I can sing. So I just be doing it out of rebellion. Do sure sing? Hell no. When I say singing family, I really just mean my dad and my sister. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's side, the Jamaican side, he was in like a cover band, so they used to sing Temptations and shit like that. Oh, love it. Imagination, once again. <laughs> Running away with me. Yeah, so we're super excited to finally see Tanashi. We're going to cut up real, real, real bad. So, I mean, if you do see us and we acting up, let us live. Don't put it on the internet because we're not going to be ashamed. No way. Right. I can't wait. Like, oh, and then tell the dogs what you found the other day. What did I find? The Tanashi you sent me the other day. Oh, baby. So, okay, I'm a real live music nerd. And I subscribe to several unreleased Tinashe pages on SoundCloud, and they just be posting all of the music that didn't make it nowhere. I found a new one. Shout out to Edwin, because he sent it to me. It's a whole 200-song track listing of shit that did not make the Joyride, Night Ride era. I cannot wait to deep dive in that. That Eat Me Up song is a problem. I like, I feel like I need to have a seance. Like, it's gonna rain tonight. I feel like that's gonna be the perfect opportunity to clock, clock, clock in. Mm-hmm. It's gloomy around the whole East Coast because it's definitely about to rain. 
in DC too. I don't like it. It needs to. They need to cool down. It hasn't been well. I'm always hot, but it hasn't been super hot. Yeah, I was like, we can't go by you, dog. It's no shade. Uh, I'm a sweat standing still in the wintertime. <laughs> and it's not okay. But yeah, shout out to unreleased music. Because I am annoying and I make full albums of unreleased stuff. Like I have a, Dra- a Drake, I have a Beyonce, I have a Brandy, I think I have a Frank Ocean, a Kanye. Like I have all of that. You have the girls. Yeah. <laughs> or do the girls have me? Oh! <laughs> a clarifying question! I just want to mark June 25th as the most blessed day for music all year. Day of the girls. That's what I'm going to call the June 25th going for. Day of the dolls. <laughs> Come on, day of the dolls. And a dominating mm-hmm. anything goes. Like, we got Dogers. Did. We got Tyler's. Did. Got Justine. Did. <clears throat> well, did we? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We got Salt and Hiatus Coyote. Eight for brunch. Lunch and munch, like no crumbs. Listen, a big fork. Hmm. Music is out, and this is like it all came out right after the last episode, <laughs> right? Because we were getting ready for it, and then it was like, oh, here, right? So now it's a month later, even though it's only like maybe three weeks in time of episode, and now we can finally talk about it. So let's talk about it. Who you want to do first, darling? Let's let's start with Tyler. Let's take us off and get naked. Ah. Take us off and get naked. A song. Make my butt jiggle. <laughs> A fucking song. Uh, okay, we're starting with Tyler. Let me first of all, I just want to say you're welcome to everyone. Ooh. Um, because if it was not for Philadelphia, if it was not for Clark Atlanta University, you would not have called me if you get lost in the way that you have called me if you get lost in the form of a Gangsta Grills mixtape. Let's talk about that. Stab. Um, so you're welcome. Philly and Clark Atlanta always given, you know, so benevolently. How does it feel to be correct? Like, wow, DJ drama. The light skinned old baby, okay? The beige baby oh of red. And the thing is, I haven't actually listened to a Gangsta Girls mixtape since high school. So when I was listening to it, I was like, I know it was about to give duets, and you fell out, but I was serious. You said it was the Lucky Day album, baby. <laughs> Table for two. <laughs> I was like, oh, they really gonna go back and forth for every song, but Tyler is rapping. So yeah. I have a specific relationship with Tyler because I feel like all of my friends clocked into him intensely before me and I was paying it. You I'm really like, was. I was over it. Like, I was in interning at Complex Magazine and they was talking about Goblin and I was like, get the demonic shit away from me. I am a Christian. Yeah, black people didn't like that. But fast forward and I softened to the idea of Tyler in general, but I tap, tap, tap in at Igor. And this is probably my second favorite after Igor. But I know all of y'all love Cherry Bomb the best. What can I say, doll? What I can say. I can say a lot because it's actually songs that I still track back to on Cherry Bomb. It's just not better than Igor to me. 
Yeah, I I think because Igor sound expensive. Did the production was on a thousand trillion. Yeah, it sounds expensive, but I'm very much a wolf and cherry bomb girl. Yeah. Um, Flower Boy sounded nice, but I don't really be going back to them songs. Um, Igor, I liked it because it sounded expensive. Like, I don't feel like his other albums sounded as expensive, mm -hmm. um, but I don't play it as much, if that makes sense. Like, okay. you know? But like it is hits on there, so I'm not acting like it's no hits. I'm just saying that. It's just, I think maybe it's the nostalgia where Wolf and Cherry Bomb just do a thing for me. But if New Magic Wine come on right now, I'm yanking all my hair out of my head and I'm raging because that is my song. Cynthia Doll, I get it. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I sent my girl sent, sent. Like a tornado girl. Um... <laughs> First of all, I just love 42 Doug, so Lemonhead is... Oh, uh, baby. That song, Maybach, with fucking um, <laughs> Future. Why is that my favorite song right now? Okay. Is it? it? Yes. <laughs> it makes me think I'm in Club Miami in, in Atlanta, and I just got off the shuttle. It's freshman year, and I'm drunk off a blue motorcycle. Give it here. What is in a blue motorcycle? I don't know, because it's disgusting, and Taste Palette grew up, but I think it's a um, Long Island with not I actually don't know. I don't know. We just used to drink it. Sounds lower echelon. Um, it was, but we were also in the fucking freshman year of college. I get it. You get your hands on what you can at that time. It wasn't supposed to be drinking. Had a fake ID. They um played What's Your Name on a radio in Philly the other day, and I was shocked. Because, you know, radio don't be giving Tyler no life. They don't. And he said it <laughs> on the Grammys that year. He was just like, Radio not playing my shit. Fuck y'all. Yeah, well, they played What's Your Name, Girlfriend? What's Your Name? And the DJ Fish was like, hey, what's your name, girlfriend? What's your name? You know how they be talking after the song, even before the song started, before it go off? When it was going off, she was like, what's your name, girlfriend? What's your name? I'm hollering because I could tell that that's exactly how she sounded. Yeah, Philly Radio is fun. Um, but yeah, it came on like our regular like rapping R and B station. I was very, very, very shocked. But what? I love what's your name. I think my favorites is Lemonhead. Run it up takes me to a place. Yeah, run it up is an issue. And Juggernaut with Uzi and Pharrell are my top three. Uzi and Pharrell actually make really good music together, and I feel like they should do a collab so Uzi can have real production in his life. Well, I want Uzi to go to prison because he pulled a gun on Britney, and I didn't like that. I don't like that either, and you're not wrong. Send them all to jail and hell. There's a couple of people that need to go both places on this episode. <laughs> I really like Sweet, because, like, duh, that's my type of song. And I love that um, he always gives you, like, a hidden song or a split mm -hmm. song track. I always loved it. That's so 90s. I think the world is trying to make me like Brent Fias because he's featured on that song, and I love his part. And I also like his song with Drake, and I was not a Fias fan. Love his part, don't love him. So, uh, Tyler, that's the thing about Tyler. He's really good at making you sort of care about artists you don't want to. That's true. But from, because he know how to make them sound the way they're supposed to sound. That part. It's like he gave me a launching pad to actually care about Brent because I started to circle back. I was like, oh, this song is cute. Oh, I could do that. I could tolerate this. I'm not mad. Because the youth, Brent Fire's got the youth in a fucking chokehold, and I just don't get yeah. it. Not a chokehold I want to personally be in, but... Not the right kind. 
Hello. There is a bop too. Like we could actually go down the run the gamut of this album. It's really good. Proud of you, Ty. Call me if you get lost as well. It's like no, I'm blocking this. Oh, as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, great album. Um, sounds so expensive, and I and I liked for me. It kind of gives me like it sounds like a movie if that makes sense. Yep. Like what sounds like hot wind blows. I'm like yo, I can really see them on this yacht, and it's hot as a bitch. The boat was getting driven. Like <laughs> DJ Drama was like, we in Santorini? <laughs> Where the fuck y'all at? I was like, but I was like, talk your shit, drama. Flewed me out, darling. Right. I could have court is ready. It's given. I want to go on vacation too, sweet. <laughs> Take me there. I want to go there. Shout out to Space Jam. Um, who's next? Definitely on the Rugrats, but I'm gonna let. Who's next? We can talk about Salt because if y'all don't listen to it soon, the shit gonna be gone. Yeah. So this the thing, Dollies. Um, Salt said y'all got 90 days to purchase, listen, live, and it's hitting it. So if you really like the album, which I do, it's shorter than most of their albums. It's really like a London focused joint. And I, my favorite song on there is um the track where where um the joint be like, oh you from London? <laughs> you be in Crumpets and stuff. You be seeing a queen and stuff. Let me see your teeth. Ah, your teeth look good though. <laughs> That is funny, because, like, kid sister, when did you get ghetto like that? I think she's from Chicago. I think she always... But that don't be meaning nothing sometimes, because the girls say they from Chicago, and then you get the real tea, and they be from, like, an hour away. You know what it gives, DMV, dog? Yeah, because the people lie about their location, and I always have follow-up questions. I don't like shit like that. Tell the truth. See? But she be cracking me up. And then um, the song Alcohol, like... Um, what's what's children's name? Cleo. So she went off on that song. I love how they just caught her in the rapture of love. Like you part of the group now. <laughs> just swing it on in Cleo. Cleo sang. She could do no wrong. It had a baby behind our backs. Huh? She had a baby behind our backs. She did. Go to her IG. It's a whole piece of baby, and she's like, "Hi!" Like the caption is like, "Hi," or "Been busy," something like that. The people it was like, "Girl." Go look. That's just like Cardi, her big ass. Cardi looks so good pregnant, though. She do. She always do, though. So not shy. On Instagram to see this baby, because we got a new niece in the, in the mess. <laughs> but yeah, Saul can do no wrong either. I feel like they've been putting out consistent, great bodies of music since the beginning of the pandemic. So that's like three albums in two years or three projects in two years. You know, I don't know what nothing is called no more. They should be having nine songs and I'd be like, oh, that new album, good. But mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> Come on, I know. I also like that it's a full collaboration each time. You know how Kanye used to have Wu-Tang and like Saha the Prince and Outkast and like Q-Tip and all of them in the studio just bouncing ideas off of each other. Mm -hmm. and then, they be all in the song and the yin yin yings. I like that salt do that too. And the yin yin yings, yes, though, we know what you're saying. Are we gonna talk about Kanye? We don't have to. Why would we talk about Cardi? She's pregnant and she's bomb. No, Con 
Kanye, because he had that. Oh, no. I don't, I mean, y'all is giving homeless. I don't know what's going on. Just keep him lifted up. Say pray up. Ah. Ah. Huh, Kanye came out with that face. Kenny again. I was like, oh, didn't do you do this in an era before? Yeah, but, but I will say, from the videos I seen of the of the function, it looked decent and it sounded decent. No, I had the rip of the album and then that shit just disappeared. What <gasps> type of magic he got going on? But the album didn't come out when it was supposed to. He postponed it to the next week, and I still don't have it. But I it leaked and I got it and I downloaded it and I was listening to it and that shit is gone. Oh, it's goes coast to coast. But they did like a live stream of the listening party. And everybody in Atlanta was there, first of all. Literally everybody. Yeah, even Michelle was there. Everybody we fucking know was there. Everybody but Madden. Well, because he was in Miami for a year. Being Right, being a celeb. Love that for him. Miami yeah. is actually that girl, but be careful, because they don't wear masks. Um, Back to what we were talking about. Right, Kanye's little listening party was good. The song, you know I don't need music from Jay-Z. I don't need a feature. I don't care no more. But his song is good on there. Like, that need to be the single. It sounded good. Somebody was like, oh, what Jabuki gonna say? Jay, <laughs> Jay was like, yo, B going, hurry up. <laughs> no bullshit. Or somebody else said, oh, B finally let him play back in the sandbox with Kanye now that Kim gone. Oh. Ass was there in a full Rick Owens outfit looking bomb. Rick Owens. Is that what you have on? Rick Owens. Did you see that video of Carisha? No. <laughs> what, you got, what you got on, Rick Owings? Oh my God, that is so ghetto. It's so endearing. I love her. Cause she really like me so well. Her episode, their well, their episode of Respectfully Justin goes down in the history books. I love them little girls. Rick Owings. I just can't listen to the music as much as y'all, but they're nice um to laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to the show, my podcast. <laughs> I just realized what you were singing. Don't do it. Uh, huh? Um, who else on our list? So hiatus coyote, you've been blasting them since before this dropped. Okay, so yeah, because they dropped their first single. Um they dropped that first single, let's see, the album came out June 25th. That single probably came somewhere dumb, like April, like mad early. And I'm like, why would y'all even tease us like that? Long ass time, because you was dancing in your old living room, and I was like, look at Stephanie. See? Yeah. I wanna lie, but you do, yeah. Uh, 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 I wanna lie, uh, what you do, uh, what you do, uh, ooh. Yeah, Mood Valiant is a problem. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was going off. <laughs> please put that. Uh, please put that on because you were going off just there. <laughs> That's my song. I'm sorry. Woo! The dog said the way to get some when your heart is not open. Okay. Unlock my waist real quick. They be off. <laughs> the girls do that and they put their hand like this. <laughs> We cannot laugh this whole episode. Good night. So, chivalry is a problem. You see what? Chivalry is not dead is a problem. Oh, chivalry is not dead is my favorite problem actually on the album. I would love to have that problem. Wow. 
Um, and then Red Room was their second single. Mm-hmm. They just like it'd be know how to play the instrument and know how to use your vocal cords, white people. Like they, they be chilling. <laughs> That's the thing. They just be chilling. Love that for us. I feel like they don't get enough shine. And they, they don't. They've been around for a while. I put them second only to Little Dragon. Little Dragon is one of my favorite bands ever. Hiatus Coyote got like right, right, right behind them for me. And it's funny you say that because the other day on Instagram, Yukimi from Little Dragon was singing Red Room. Love that. Cross-pollinate the children. I love it. Cross-pollinate the whites. The <laughs> vocal whites. <laughs> <sighs> Everything resorts back to Tanache because remember that song that Yukimi is on on Night Ride? Baby. Tanache ate that having him on the song. She loves an obscure feature. You know she about to have Sam Sparrow on this new project. Can't wait. Oh my God, sing. Why? Can't wait. Where? I need to get some vinyls. What is it giving, Nasha? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I lied. We can't leave Doja for last because Justine is going to be a segue into a problem that I'm having currently in life. Oh. Doja can go now. Every song a hit. Niggas I'm up with my bed. Look at what you said. Uh, 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 uh. Look at what you did. A song. Um, yeah. Okay, so... The day that all these albums come out, the day I closed on my house. So this is also a very special day for multiple reasons. Magical. But yeah. I um, lay on my mom's couch in her TV room, in my headphones, I turned the lights off, and I pressed play, and I heard that African. Mm-hmm. I said, wait a minute now, Dojalana. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be over. I said, okay. And then it went to naked. Let's take this off and get naked. Can we take this off and get naked? Ah. I like Doja a lot because she like meanders around the sounds of a lot of rappers of your. Like she sounded like Left Eye to me on that song. And oh, I was yeah. on Naked. Some, oh. of the, some of the verses I'll be like, is she Left Eye? Did she morph into Fan Mail? Like, what is it? Well, on the deluxe, that song she got with Eve, that is an Eve song. Like, you cannot tell me that they did not record that song in 2001 when Doja was four years old. <laughs> that is an Eve song. That's another thing that's crazy. She's not even, like, 27. Like, how right. do you get this much knowledge of music that we like? Nerd. Libra. She a Libra, too? Mm-hmm. One thing about Muse, he know every single celebrity that's a Libra. Duh. Anytime somebody get like over the hump of famous news runs to the to the Google to get the birthday chart. I don't know the birth and the date. We <laughs> have similarities, and I'll be like, I get it. And I'll also say that like on Hot Pink, I felt like the features wasn't as strong as her performance. Yeah. But on this album, all the features is bomb. Ponytail sound bomb. The weekend sound like the mixtape days. AID verse on um, um, Options, which is my favorite song on the album. Uh, it's crazy. Like, he slid. Who else featured? I did not like Young Thug, though. I know I'm faded for. 
Get a dirty line. I love that song too. She can and cook. I like the way you talk. Yeah. I like the. That's a part. What did that even mean? I love that part. Shout out to oh. Jess. She sounds just like Dojo in that part. <sighs> you said who? Jess. She was rapping that all weekend. Oh. <laughs> she said. She says I like it when you with me all night because I never know what you might try. Oh, I like that even You're more. So full of surprises. Guess you one of my vices. You want to pick your fence and a wife. No, yeah, you want to pick your fence and a wife. You never change your mind when I cry. Yep, I see your flaws and you know it. Dropping your jaw when my jaws hit the floor. That's what she say. Yes. <laughs> I love it even more now. Everything makes me like Doja more. Nothing <laughs> happens to make me like her less. Nothing. Wow. Somebody said... They, does she remind her? She reminds them of one of Roger from American Dad's like multiple personalities. I was like, exactly. Love her more. Yeah, it's no way you cannot stand. And I was going to circle back that song with The Weeknd, which is her current single, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, you're right. That song took me to a place because I've been there. So she got, actually gave Libras a bad name with that song, but I like that song. How she give Libras a bad name? Because people be talking about Libras be lying and they be cheating and they down the dirty and all of this stuff. And I just be like, that ain't me because my Gemini rising and my Gemini moon don't play. But wow. I love that song. Yeah. It's so good. The video is everything. It's a lot of CGI, but it don't bother me. I like Need to Know as a video better, but she got the little like Libra hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, we talk extensively about need to know. Mm, yeah, so this actually came out during last episode and we already stand. But now, in context of the album, everything. Wow. Roll out the project. Everything. Also, let's talk about uh, I Love to Dream. Okay. So in real life, Love to Dream is my favorite Doja song ever. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was of all time. Love to Dream is a problem. She always finds a way to slide in some type of, like, Khalees, Gwen Stefani, Cardigans moment, and I always be ready for it. That is that song for me. Love to Dream is everything. And that live performance in the desert, in our backyard, was everything. Right. She thought that she was us and Joshua Tree when we took them cast photos. Did y'all see them pictures? They was good. Was. We might need to run them back. It's giving throwback Thursday. Yeah, we looked at these, man. Just for hitting the reminder dolls. Um, yeah, the album, the only song I skipped on there is the song with um Young Thugs. Yeah. I didn't want to I was shocked. I thought I was gonna love that song, but I actually don't. Oh, we know how to love get into a yacht, pull up in the truck. Well, give it to a yacht. I'm about to go there because I just wanna fuck, get into a <laughs> you need to y'all like Ariana. <laughs> when she said, when she said, y'all bitches been better yeah, like Ariana, I fell out. Like that is funny to me. Ariana loves saying yeah. Oh my god, that the lyrics to that part are funny as shit. She was, <laughs> she was like, she ain't got no butt. Fucking give it to her, yeah. <laughs> get it to her, yeah. She ain't got no butt. Fucking get it to her, yeah. Yeah. I love you, Nikki. I thought that was so sweet, and I don't get. I got young rocket launcher. Because that, that part is everything. Pop she feels just like Nikki. Everything. Don't you get it's everything? That was very smart. I feel like it was a business move. I feel like I don't know. She did it right. She does That's everything good. right. That's the group again. <laughs> but oh. yeah, I like all of it. Like 
alone is an issue. Oh, is an issue. What's the issue? Been like this. Oh, it's been like Been like this gives me the new streets. Bring back the silhouette challenge, doll. Love to see it. Make the light blue this time. Hello? I also want to circle back to need to know. Um, there's a part that like people don't. Sorry, my cooch out. No. <laughs> oh. Um, when because you know we music nerds over here at the site. So on the second verse, when she's like, um, she was like, she's like, you know, my nigga be getting on my nerves. I need you like chick, like chicken, like chucking each other. Uh -huh. You know that part. Mm -hmm. But she stacks her vocals, so it's like her regular voice, and it's like this crazy soprano on top that sounds so decent. She's everything. You know and what I'm talking about? Her vocal production, I think I said this last time, her vocal production almost rivals the production itself, like the instrumentation in it. Because she do so much stuff with her voice in the backgrounds, you would think that it was the beat, and it's really her talking. Right. I love that. Like, she, it's something going on in that ear that I need to know about. Come on the cast, Doja, because I want to chat. I just had a thought. Her and Tanashi work the same. Uh-huh. I can see that. I can see like, that. Like, in terms of the fact that they would do all the stuff by themselves and, you know, all the extra mm -hmm. yin yang yings of it. And I said the other day, I was like, you know, people keep being like, we don't have no black girls in pop. And I'm like, the two, two of the three biggest pop art, well, the pop girls mm -hmm. are Tanashi and Doja. Yeah, they are. So and everybody just don't want to give Nashi her life, and they just now starting to give Doja her life. But those are the pop girls, and they Africans. And they Africans. I mean, speaking of pop children having a struggle moment, though, like, I know you didn't really get into Justine Sky's newest project as much. Because I didn't get into it, I just felt like, if you're going to work with Timbaland, why is not eating? It don't eat. The song's not bad, but they don't eat. I think that it was a valiant effort, but I am also offset, upset, because Wildside kind of came and blew that whole project out the water. I'm sorry. And the sad thing is, Wildside is a fucking Tanashi song. It's, it's lifted smooth off of the Space and Time by Justine Scott Project, for sure. Mm. It's kind of just like all of the rest of that. And with it not having anything to do with Timbaland and not being an actual sample and all of that, that's weird. That's weird. That's suspicious. That's what Cardi said. Because, like, how, how is somebody able to do you better than you? I don't know if Timbaland has lost it. He has kind of lost it. But in the no, that's what I think it is. Like, everybody cannot... First of all, the relationship and the sound that he had with um, Aaliyah was very particular. And I just feel like certain things you can't recreate. Like, right. you made Aaliyah the doll, but I don't know if he has it in him to make that with somebody else. I think that he should stop trying, though. I feel like that's the issue. The production quality didn't dissipate to me right after Aaliyah because until we didn't like Justin Timberlake no more, I liked all of Justin Timberlake's music. But the thing was, he wasn't start, but... No, he didn't start. It already was big. It already had a give. And I feel like even though we are Justine stands, she's still a nobody to everybody else. So it's like, just the same way, like Aaliyah had an album, had one album out, and then Timbaland them blew her up. Yeah. So I think Timbaland is trying to do the same thing, but it's not the same chemistry. 
with Aaliyah that he got with Steve, that he got with Tink Tink. I think it's not working. Justine's issue is she's too much of a chameleon musically for him to think that he could have done that. Because I always say from a PR standpoint, something that she should do, because I think that she's capable more than some of these other girls, is do full bodies of work with specific producers. She did one with the dream. It was five. Loved it. It was, it was so good. good. It was good, but it could have been better. She could do the same thing with the Neptunes. She could do the same thing with Pop and Oak. She could do the same thing with Cool and Dre. Like if she just kept Cool and Dre, Pop and Oak, that would be everything to me. Like I, but people not smart, and maybe it's a, a matter of means. I don't know, cause her and her mom do everything on their own. But I don't. I was. I wasn't disappointed in Justine's album. I just was like, hmm, how does it feel? to have a bigger artist with a bigger backing, a bigger machine behind her, come do something very similar to what you just put out and blow you out the water. Because Wildside has me personally in a headlock and I'm fine with it, kill me. Yeah, um, Wildside is that song. Like, right. there's no way around it. Show me a Wildside boy. Oh, the backgrounds. I wanna go out. Not trying to drive you crazy, crazy. Put up the sound, baby. Oh, y'all gotta, gotta wait till the cast get a TikTok so you can see Muse do the um biography. As you know, I know it. Drake know it. Actually, it. <laughs> I got the second Especially when they be like, oh, never mind. I'll show y'all in person. <laughs> I'll show y'all in person. At the Tanashi show. Yeah, uh, Tanashi. Y'all, Tanashi is why Normani blocked me on Twitter. Wow. Full circle. Because I tweeted that she should work with Tanashi, and I was like, you should have Tanashi produce some songs, for, produce and write for her. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, I'm blocked. But that's like, you wasn't even being messy. I wasn't. I just feel like Tanashi should, people should work with Tanashi because she's so talented. She is the talent. People be overlooking how talented she is. We're the only people who care. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I understand that and I'm okay with it. Like, cause at first I was like trying to like root for her, for other people. And I'm, a, I'm all right with her being somebody that I just like, like a lot of the Twitter gays be like, they can't find no friends because everybody want to fuck them. I feel like the biggest barrier for me making new friends is my love for Tanache. Cause it just, it's, it, it just changes the atmosphere in the room when she comes in. It really does. I'm going to bat for her. I'm in this new group chat, love everybody in it, but Tanache came up and I was like, they're about to kick my ass out of here. <laughs> Let's talk briefly. Muse be so mad about getting added to group chats, but now he love this one. Make it make. All I said was, Stephanie will add hey, every group chat. Stephanie texting Evan on the side, oh, Muse got something to say about this, I'm in a new group chat. Stephanie texting mad about going to Atlanta for a trip. Oh, Muse coming too. Let me put him in the group chat. Like, I'm in 17 group chats with you. That was what I was saying. But then he be talking in all of them. Like, he don't be bothered by it because the mouth be yapping. <laughs> so what actually is the truth? Yeah. I haven't figured it out, but don't add me to shit else. We'll see. <laughs> Well, we'll see. Well, love that Cardi went on a promo tour for Wildside. Her verse grew on me. I wasn't really a big fan at first, but Cardi is in a... Like a watch. Bust me down. (laughs) 
What city did that derive from? We don't call watches bust downs in DC. No, a bust down means you put a bunch of diamonds in it. Nope, didn't know that. Maybe I'm not that ghetto. Wow. I no, that's that's what like rich people rappers be saying. It's a rapper thing, not a ghetto thing. Oh, okay, cool. Then that makes sense why I didn't know. I was about to be like, I know my ass. <laughs> there was also like some Barry Hankerson commentary that happened surrounding this. But I'll let you share. Truth be told, it's a warm seat in hell for him. That's one. Two, I don't want it to be scorching. <laughs> I, come on. Stephanie said hotter. <laughs> I don't Turn know. Gladys Knight or Aaliyah fans, but it's given five o'clock in the morning where you're going to be. He's going to get jumped outside on the corner. Outside on the corner. You know that shit was filmed on Minnesota Avenue right in front of the 7-Eleven? That's real ghetto. She raged from D.C.? I think so. Oh. If she not, she was in D.C. for that video. Muse is a historian of the DMV. I love that. <laughs> Just D.C. I'm not from Maryland, Virginia. But oh. wait. Um, with, with the commentary surrounding Barry Hankerson, people were trying to say that he was going to sue or like he had the option to sue or anything like that. What people don't know is Barry Hankerson is held up in like one point something million dollars worth of litigation because Black Ground is actually now owned by LA County. So he don't have too much say so in the handlings of the music, but that also wasn't a true sample. So the only litigation that could be filed would have been like a blurred lines for real and Robin Thicke and Marvin Gaye estate type of thing, just because they kind of recreated aspects of the one in a million beat. But I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think that he would do that. And I don't think that he can do that. You never know. We'll see. But I was going to say the devil always finds a way. Listen. And that's what that man is. Yeah, he's late. And he did Gladys Knight dirty, so. But you know he used to be married to Gladys Knight. Yeah, no, that's how that's how that's Aaliyah on. It was right. by marriage, yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love a lineage of of, of five. Um, I don't know. Rapping no money. I'm choked again. Shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> what did you a lineage of five? That was funny. <laughs> People stop talking. I mean, stuff be funny. I do. Uh, stream Wild Side for Clear Skin. Um, Learnography on Sean Bankhead's IG. It's an hour class. Lovely class. Great work, guys. So good. The second section is where I end and begin. And I just love the bob part at the end where they do the hand lick and then they bite in everything. Ah. Um. <laughs> Next you took the class, if y'all want to know. You say what? I'm telling people that you and Dre took the class when it was on live. Did, and we showed people how to do it this weekend when he was in town. <laughs> Dre actually know every section. I just know my favorite section. Because <laughs> Dre know the part from the Red Room, and they was like, God, the guy, the guy, the guy, the guy, guy. Oh, you know, Dre was like burning the midnight oil learning that biography for weeks. <laughs> That part when they in the all white and it's like flowy and like chiffony and they run up, charge at me, Normani. <laughs> they be dancing down in that video. That Rihanna part. Rihanna loved the white part. I love that part too. Me and Rihanna need to do the dance together. I love it. Oh, 
Look, August 15th, pooch up. <laughs> we'll be Dance there. Dance up the pacer. Um, yeah, I have high hopes for Normani as always. I just think that with this, we need, the extended version has come out. I think that that's a good move. We need signs of a follow-up or signs of a release date of an actual full body work. Yeah, because that's the other thing. It's like she did the Lucy with that other song that y'all liked, and then she like disappeared, never heard from again. She pulled a, a Kelly Rowland. And I don't, I don't want that for her because I actually think that there's space for her to make it big um, in a way that some of the other quote-unquote pop R&B girls have not been able to. Like, Tanasha got 17,000 projects out and y'all pay her dusty honor. So I think like people <laughs> actually give it up for Normani because she has history with Fifth Harmony and stuff and people are rooting for her. So we'll see. I just want a new single soon and I want it to be something very fresh and not derivative at all because this was very Aaliyah inspired. I've seen her live and her live performances are very Beyonce inspired. I just want to see something a little bit unique to her. Like who is Normani? Yeah. And I don't think that I don't know her, but I still want to see more of what I think I know, if that makes sense. Right. More and more. Normani, we want more. more. <laughs> That's a song, actually. <laughs> Shout are, out to uh, are you caught up on the encore? I did not watch last night. Okay, I won't say nothing, but a show. BET oh, love the show. Um, Down with the Twins. Listen. Cherish. Oops. Right. <laughs> like, the irritating thing is they're going to be the reason that whatever project come out of this house is going to be good. But they are tyrants. And if I was Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, whoever the fuck they be working with on the ends and the outs of the outside of that house, I wouldn't want to work with them no more. No. Bad no. people. They're nasty. Oh, y'all cute. And they came in the room nasty. And I feel like they thought that, because you know, on certain internet platforms, being negative, being nasty gets you like fan, fan bases and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This is not working in favor. Everybody hates them. Everybody hates them. I don't know nobody to say anything good about them except the writing on birds, whatever the, what is birds that? Birds you. Birds Eye View, that is going to be a issue. And we party, we party. Ah, song, a song. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you screaming like that? Oh um, yeah, and I need to understand Keely. So, did, did she pre-tell BET that she wasn't going to do nothing but drink red wine and walk around? First of all, I want to know who the red wine sponsor is because the house keep a glass in their hand. As a group, the blueprint is red. Like, got <laughs> it on that name for real. Blueprint is a sky name. The thing is, before Aubrey O'Day left the house, everything she said was right. She was like, "And I really don't even feel the group name. It's not all of that. Like, it's not catching me. It's not. It's not. It's not." And she said it. They don't got no box. That was the truth. Talking is the only box. And ain't it a mid tempo anyway? Mm hmm. But they don't got no like bop bops. No, they don't. They really don't. And that wasn't a read. That was an assessment. Yeah, I don't. I think that they take everything personal. Are they Pisces? I don't say so personal. You are not a Pisces to me. I don't know how to explain it. We've been down this road. 
Muse be trying to read Pisces and then say, I'm not one. <laughs> you don't necessarily exude the things in the way that they exude them. Oh, well, I don't know. Let's look. Let's see. And my whole thing is like, what? Like I really was giving him life for it because um, I'm going to send him a notice. It's my song. But that song is not fine enough for y'all to be nasty. I mean, Show and Tell had me all throughout Brawley Hall going off. Call you down for a little show and tell. I'm gonna make you feel like you're getting like you're fresh out of jail. You ain't here back in, you back in. Hit music. Call you down, show and tell. Woo! Y'all gotta really tap into the background vocals. They birthday June 5th, so what's that, Gemini? Late. It's like, no, nah, I'm a double Gemini. So I can't say too much bad stuff, but I think that is Gemini. That's actually crazy for them to be twins and be Geminis. But I mean... That's actually on brand and cute. Yeah. So... Oops. Mari <laughs> and Nivea are the vocalists of the house. Put them on more stuff. That's my issue. Also, let's start, let's start over because I feel like some people don't know what we're talking about. BET came out with a show called The Encore and it was basically like a making the band with all old groups. So... There's Pam from Total. There's the twins from Cherish. Pastor Pam. Aubrey O'Day. Yeah, Pastor Pam is wearing me out. Like, girl, just be a dyke. Um, <gasps> it's, that whole pray the gay away thing just has always confused me. Aubrey O'Day, who's now left the house. from And big ass the house. Keely. Oh, God. Keely from 3OW, who came in and deemed herself the creative director out of laziness. So your question was, did she talk to BET first? I don't know. I feel like she came in the house and did that to stir up mess within the girls. But what I'm saying is, did BET hire her to do that? Or did she get on set and say, oh, this is what is given? I think she got on set and said, oh, this is what is given. I don't think- And you know what? They should, when it's time to go that check, should say, well, that's what this check is given, $3. <laughs> Well, I mean, is, even with her not, like, because if she wasn't going to not sing, she could have at least done more on the show. All she did on the show was get on our nerves and sit around. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you're not, if you're not going, if you're going to refuse to sing, the least you could do is something entertaining. The least. I mean, but that's the thing. She is entertaining to me. I just don't understand her purpose there because nobody told you that you were creative director, Keely. She's nothing. Yeah, I, it's it's a big we'll see. We'll see what happens because I'm not going to spoil it, but the people are not in the house. <laughs> so was the last night the season finale? No, it's another episode next week. Oh, okay. So I thought it was the season finale. Mm -mm. They, not, they not finished their project. They got issues with all of the producers. They didn't say Elijah Blake need to stay out of women's business. They just said they was going to punch Cosign in the face. I'm just like, who is working with y'all after this show? Elijah said he is women's business. You know how messy he was about it? Like, you gonna be messy, you talking about people, then they call you out, and then, um, you know, what you call says, well, that's not what happened, blah, blah, blah. And then he started getting all loud and all puffed up in the chest with a lady, like, girl. Somebody tried to cancel Alicia Blake tried it. Oh. You tried it, hoe, that shit ain't work. I don't really have too much bad to say about Elijah Blake. I think he makes great music. I like his TikTok. He cute. It don't bother me. But I said something along the lines of 
I don't know, come out the closet. I don't know. I said something I shouldn't have said. And the people was on my ass on Twitter. So I'm just trying to play nice in the sandbox. It's, it's right. It's for the best. I actually like, like him a lot. Um, I don't know what his position really was on this show because I don't, they not going into detail about who wrote what and all of that. It seemed like the twins are doing everything. So I don't but know. They made it that way. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like yeah. they made it that way that they did everything. Then they want to complain and say, y'all made us do everything. No, y'all yeah. made it that way. Yeah. Y'all isolated and iced everybody out and made it that way. And you in a room full of literal has-beens. Misha and fucking Irish don't have the wherewithal to put a project together in 2020, the year of our Lord. They don't. They barely had it then. Camila was 702. <laughs> I'm not lying. And no, like, you're not wrong. Right, so I'm just like, you can't step into a room first, first, like you big and bad, and then get mad when your big and badness actually made it the way it is. And that's the thing. And they manipulate, like, it's just crazy watching them manipulate situations. Mm -hmm. Like, even the thing with Aubrey, they manipulated that shit so many times and had all the other people questioning Aubrey. I never felt like Aubrey was moving crazy. Was but you know, also, it's a black TV show, and in this climate, you can't have a white girl being right. Mm -hmm. So... I was, I was a, I felt a way about that, too, because on one hand, when she came in and she actually kind of stepped into the creator-director role, better than Keely. Keely was upset and all this and all. I was like, well, bitch, you didn't do anything. All she did was give the girls something that they can feel, a la in vogue, give them a look, a brand, a moment. And you got mad because you didn't do nothing but sip Apothic Red for the first three episodes. A tasty over-the-table wine, but girl, do something. Not Apothic Red, shut up. <laughs> I don't know, but it's Best show will be easy. Best show will be easy. Yeah, I love it. I will be watching it as soon as I'm off work at 5 on the dot. Hopefully 4.30 because I can't be bothered. Catch up and live text me your thoughts because the issue. Because the dog got Wi-Fi now, so it's giving TV. It's giving actually my plug my laptop up to the TV and watch it on the TV. The dog got an HDMI cord. She thinks she me. Jackie bought one because she thinks she's so lit because she done figured it out. Did you tell her how to do that? I think I did, actually. Oh, well, child. She's like, I got you a cord like me. So you can watch up off your phone and your computer. Well, did you tell her how to do that? It probably was me. She need to get a fire stick so I could jailbreak it for y'all, too. Oh, well, she got real cable, so she probably don't need that. You can watch movies, like, that's in the movie theater. on Oh, uh, well, Jackie like going the highway and having her little <laughs> Okay, never mind. I'll reserve my services. My fire stick need to be upgraded anyway. That shit don't work. I mean, but I guess we didn't run y'all through 50 hot topics. <laughs> I guess it's a lot going on. We haven't talked to y'all in a long time. So bear with us, yeah. Justine. A project. Bear with me. That's the other thing. How she come off of Bear With Me to this project that's not as good as Bear With Me? Yeah. You know, Darian has been on my line daily about this. And you know, Darian be dead to me, but he's alive and well right now because he's <laughs> saying what the people need to say. Like, yeah, you cannot have such a good project and then regress, especially when you're regressing with somebody that's supposed to be a legend. It's just, I don't know, Justine. Maybe she needs to um, yin 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 with her new boyfriend, um, Giveon. Maybe he can give her some somethings because. Somebody said Giveon sing like a hookah. <laughs> people are funny. Like, that is funny. Cause I hear it. 
<laughs> I sing like a hookah hook. <laughs> Who got the I was at the hood bar the other day with Khadija and her mom for karaoke night. And um, you can't smoke in there, but they did have, you could buy a hookah pen. That don't make no That is actually ass backwards. I'm just reporting the news, dog. We will be down there when you come visit. <laughs> you know we will. We do karaoke. We got to find a real hookah bar in Philly. They sell crabs, too. So you can have crabs and um, hookah pen and karaoke. <laughs> this sounds like a lovely evening. That <laughs> <laughs> establishment loved it. Wow. Teleport me there now. Well, it's Tuesday night, 6 to 10, but... I'm off around that time. <laughs> One of those times. <laughs> One day. Um, well, I guess we could take a break, because it's already been, like, a full show. <laughs> As... Stop smacking. Why is everything ghetto? Stop acting. Yeah, it's these little young people. Excuse me? I'd be happy for the DC youth doing up, upper echelon and enterprising things, even though they gonna be ghetto. Yeah, gonna be forever will. Yeah. I like that though. Stay on brand. <laughs> is DC or nothing. Sure. Wale used to say. <laughs> Right. Anyway, well, we're back and it's time for now playing. 
even though I'm now playing everything we already talked about. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Um, I've had well, okay, I'll wait because I'll I'll well, cause it's a group thing. I will say Doja has had her hands around my throat since June 25th. So we're uh, a month and a few days in. Um, <laughs> all I'm really listening to is Doja and hiatus right now. Like I want to listen to other people, but they won't let me. So, oh wait, but this girl I follow on Twitter, one of my mutuals, she did put me on to this jazz album that I'm really obsessed with right now. Um, the name of the group is um, The Afterlife, and the name of the project is The Comet is Coming, and I've been working out to that every morning. It's so far. I love it. It's like, um, it's like Jiggy Jazz, like meaning like you got simps and stuff like that, but it's still jazz. Jiggy Jazz, a genre. <laughs> Aside from what we've been listening to as a cast, which we will talk about at length, I'm kind of stuck on Snow Allegra's project. Like, I, we gave her a hard time because of that terrible performance we went to. But the doll sings. She sounded great there in person as well. She just ain't do enough for me on the stage. But this album, like, I didn't think that she would be able to elevate more than, ugh, those feels again. And what is the shit called? Temporary highs in the violet skies? The skies are violent. Okay? Violence. Were you silent or were you silent? Lynched. <laughs> Who's having that conversation? That's a conversation I need to have. Bye. We went off about him earlier. He's got two features, both songs is bomb. Tangerine, Tangerine Dream, a hit. Like, Pharrell and Chad have really been back in the studio creating new waves for the girls. And I'm not mad. It sounds like um, all of them little girls that they used to sing with on like the Neptunes versus the Clones album, but with better vocals because Snow can sing. The little Spanish girls you like. Mm-hmm. Me and Dre stand those girls like uh, Natasha Ramos and like Vanessa something. Marquez or something. Yeah, Vanessa Marquez. I'm probably mixing up names, but they the used Spanish to girls. Not them Spanish girls. You just lost a good girl. Good girl, good girl. Them girls. They was all Spanish. I think they were. I think you're right. Oh, you said like I was saying something inflammatory. I just, I have a soft, a soft spot in my heart for, for Spaniards because of how they did our girl Sabrina. Claude. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Are you okay? It's sad because she never gonna bounce back, but she's still that girl. Is you're not wrong. We was right, Vanessa Marquez, yep. I knew it was something around there. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, this is the thing. I pressed play on it, and I was living. Remember I was texting y'all? Mm-hmm. But then Doja whispered my name, and I swear I stopped at, like, the fifth song because Doja called me, and I have not been back. It was given the streets are calling. I'm outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Everybody is kind of on, on hold until the untils. Yeah, I get it. A fire project to be stuck on, but I found myself, like, since work has kind of slowed down because clients are in flux, I've been like playing her full album on repeat the whole work day. And mm. production is so top notch. Like it just sounds bomb in headphones, in the car, everywhere that I play it. I'm just like hearing new stuff. There's so many different things going on in the background. And the stuff that she'd be talking about be hitting me in the heart. She said, 
a few things that I want to talk about, actually. But on on Lost You, it's something weird that goes on in that song where it sounds like Unthinkable by Alicia Keys with Drake. Oh, yeah. But it also sounds like No Ordinary Love by Sade. Like, there's something, there's no sample, but there's something in there that they did that sounds like both songs at the same time. And I'd be stuck on that. Didn't know that she was No ID's artist. What? Oh, she is? Oh, so that's why she sings Black now. But, so we need to do the due diligence because her music hasn't changed since I found out who she was. No, but remember, she had a whole nother gig before. So... When her first two EPs came out, I think one was called Time and one was called Feels. I think. That might be wrong. I'll check. But I didn't know what she looked like. I didn't know what she gave because the, the cover was cartoons. The cartoons. And I feel like that now, in hindsight, I feel like they did that on purpose. I do, too. Like, I feel because like... Because if you look at old pictures of her from before, it give Persian mommy. Mm-hmm. And now it give Kardashian. But... My only caveat with that is, and like, you know how I feel about the Kardashians for better or for worse. Everybody looks like them. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That like she looks, that, that she yeah. has, you know that, it's like the Kardashian aesthetic is like this thing that all white girls do when they want to look black adjacent. And yeah. it's like the, the ponytails. It's, you know, it's like certain way they oh, dress. Drawn lips. They do their makeup a certain way. Like, it's very, oh, you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I get it. I don't, that doesn't bother me as much as like people go off about her for black fishing because I don't feel like she ever did that. Well, I seen one tweet that I, that I could see where people were getting it from. Mm -hmm. I got a tweet from like a year or so. She had posted her dad and was like, look at my dad's afro. It's black people in Iran or something like that. She did say that, but I, I don't, in my mind, that's how it works. Like, it's, it's literally Black people everywhere, right? So... No, but I'm just saying, like, from that tweet, I could see how... Not the tweet that she recently posted, the old tweet. Yeah, I remember. I could see how people could... The way she wrote it could read it and be like, oh, she's saying her dad is Black. Yeah. Well, Mama came out the other day and literally put it on record that she was a thousand percent Armenian. And I was like, duh. <laughs> I, I had never, oh, Iranian, sorry. I, I literally called her a Kardashian just now. Yeah, she's a thousand percent Iranian. And I, I never thought that she was not, so I just never felt away. Me either. I never, yeah, I knew she was always not black. She, we, again, we, sometimes when the girls be leaning too deeply into the Kardashian aesthetic, it can get mixed. Mm-hmm. I mean, but again, I think she's done that on. I think she has this look now on purpose to yeah. be black aligned. I've only seen like one performance of her before the new give, and it wasn't that separate from this. It just looks more expensive now. She looked the the pictures I seen of before the cartoon videos. It was given Neptune Spanish girl aesthetic. And they are the precursors to the Kardashians, so it still makes sense to me. We've been calling Snow Allegra Shop Sunset since we've seen her live. And I'm sure that that's inflammatory and probably wrong and we could get canceled, but I love her. So I mean that in with the utmost, you know, adoration. She give me Reza. She give me Gigi. She give me Gonessa, MJ. But, like it, but it was giving... I think because of her previous shot of, her previous shot of Sunset give was like, I don't know black people. I'm very much a shot of sunset. Mm -hmm. But now her give is, I have sex with black men. Because she probably do. Now. Fair. 
You get what I'm saying? I get it. I, I get why people could feel a way. I just feel like we have other things to be worried about. Yeah, like why she don't got no stage presence. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's when and where I answer. Mainly that, because the music is good and the vocals are there, but the stage presence is lacking. Lack mm-hmm. lower. And I also, remember I was saying to you, like I want, I want to know what like, I want to know more about her. Yeah, I've never seen because it. Because I feel like from when we see her at the show, and you know, I like the albums, I like the music, mm-hmm. but it feels for me like there's some kind of like disconnect. Like the way that she wasn't like riffing and freestyling at the concert, that she just was singing exactly as the album kind of gave me like, yeah. do she not, I don't want to say she can't sing, but it's like, do she got like the soul to sing? You you get what I mean by by that? I know exactly what you mean. I've seen so people can sing, but that'll mean that if unless it's a pre-rehearsal, they can just be riffing and going off. Like Jasmine will go off and make and make a different sounding song every time. Jasmine Sullivan can sing me the periodic table, and I'm gonna be jamming. But I'm like, I don't know if Snow can sing to the level of that. She might not have that gift. Right, and that's why I'm like, I want to know more about her. I want to understand. Yeah, we probably the only people that care that much, though. That's the thing. Yeah, because no shade. This album came and went on the internet. In, 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 in comparison to those feelings again, when people talk about that album non-fucking-stop. People still talking about that. Like, I feel like... That album eight. I'm sorry. The situationship is a problem still. I need That's to play that song, too. Hey, man. Let me put that on the playlist. Um, do y'all be listening to our playlist? Because I will stop making them. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> They, they, they need to be a part of every episode. It's, it's on brand. But I mean, I still have been listening to it. I don't, but I also am still listening to her album that we talked about a few weeks ago. Like, I, the only ones. I've been rehashing all of the newer music that has come out. Because we've got some really good albums this year so far. We have. Yelling about this album as a cast is going to be an issue for me. But Leon Bridges' new Gold Digger situation what gold digger <laughs> he okay first of all i want to start off this conversation by saying people wrote him off because they thought that he was like singing black folk like american bands so no, we thought he was singing civil rights march to selma music looking like john lewis that qep knew nobody want to hear that we going through turmoil in the in the in the in the community already we don't want to hear no civil rights music reminding us of Martin Luther King getting killed. <laughs> That's what that music was sounding like. I don't care. And whenever we meet him, because I'm manifesting, he comes on the podcast. I'm going to say that in earnest. I'm like, listen here, sweetie. Love you now. Love the fashions. But looks like I don't need to be looking. But we just, as Black people, that sound... Sounded like civil rights movement struggle, and we just had to deal with Trayvon Martin getting killed. The day, like, the change is not gonna come, and you were singing that, and we didn't wanna hear that. It did skew Sam Cooke, Al Green, all of that type at first. But I can honestly say, the last project, the one before this, he was singing like Usher. He did But when I said that, I was like, why he sound like Usher on these um on these Jackie Wilson beats? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like Frankie Lyman. 
And then it definitely gave a Frankie line and said, it was very, why do, why do birds sing? It gave that, I don't like it. Don't oh, do yay. <laughs> but he also did that whole, like, not duets project, but collaboration project with Karanga Ben. Like, his music has kind of metamorphosized itself or whatever. Oh, come on, language. That's not a word. I never thought that he was going to be stuck in the civil rights march to Selma's wave. But I did like music from that time because I talked about it before. He did the uh, theme song. They took River or whatever for Big Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. It music. That's what made me really like him. But it was very um, A Night in Miami. Like it was very that of that time. Ooh, Night in Miami is a movie. We need to talk about the guy who played Muhammad Ali more as a fan. Oh, I want his body. <laughs> on me and on me. Hello? But yeah. So, he ate. Let's say, okay, so y'all know I gave Leon a very hard time historically, yeah. but then I heard his song with Lucky, and I was like, oh, I like this song. I like this song a lot. You know Lucky only do it with the la- with the ladies, but <laughs> I like that he did this song, so I'm like, okay. Then Motorbike came out, and Ooh. I was like, Okay, maybe, maybe I'm, I, maybe I can care. Then the album dropped last week, and I was like, I'm on the bus to New York to work. I have a free hour and a half. Let me try it out. I gooped a gag all the way to New York City, baby. Go diggers sound. Everything. Like, why don't you touch me? Details. Motorbike. Magnolias sweeter like it's uh, how you forget show up i need love love. Love. <laughs> love, baby uh like i didn't i did even though his music has changed and i've noticed the growth and i've noticed like the switch i didn't expect the jams like this it's something very van hunt about mm, especially on magnolias Magnolias and even um why don't you touch me? I'm just like, first of all, who hurt you, man? Like, I need to know what it was given because somebody got him bent. He said, I'm dressing to the nines and your eyes are still straying. That's sad. That lady had him rifling through the, the thrift store and she still don't care. Sad. Motorbike is a cut. Magnolias is probably my favorite song of his. Um, okay, so let me talk about that. So I'm on the bus. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is nice. Two steps. Slide. I'm like, okay, all right, this is cute. Right. My mom would like this. But then I heard that Spanish guitar, shout out to Tony Braxton, and it said, boom, 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 boom. I was like, wait, hold up. And then he starts singing, uh oh, waste your time. And then that beat dropped. I was like, hold on now, MC Deborah, hold on. And you know, I like when, when guys be, or anybody be talking that talk on the song. So he, so he said, smell fresh, cut magnolia. Ooh. And then he goes, shit. Are you hear this at the end? Tell me what you want, let me spoil you, okay? It's a, it's a problem of public concern. And I love that he worked with people we like, mm-hmm. aka Robert Glasper and Terrence Martin. Like, work with the black people so black people can start caring. The musical doll babies, honestly. And he introduced me to somebody else because um, Ink, whoever that is, who is that? She sounds like Indy Ari's daughter. 
everything. I don't know who that lady is, but I will find out by the end of this show. Get to the root ball, Shuri. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell y'all they was fighting down the Zoom, but anyway, let's not. <sighs> um, yeah, I, and okay, so let's talk about it. So y'all, well, y'all might not notice about me, but when I'm, something is new to me, I really take a hold to it and I really latch on and I want to learn, read, listen as much as possible. So, you know, the album just drops off a lot of interviews he's been doing. And there's this very long feature. It's like a 40 minute read. You know, I tell you like how many minutes it is where you see the article. It was worth every 40 minutes. I learned so much about him. It's in a Texas Chronicle, I think. I learned so much about him. I had a caricature of his life in my head, mm-hmm. but the article blew all that out the water. He regular black, got regular black friends. Well, he didn't start making friends, so he was like 20. But anyway, they're all all the friends he got now are the people he grew up with that he later became friends with. Like they were kids like the neighborhood, kids from school, his siblings, friends. And those are his friends, like those are all his Melissa's to his Rihanna. <laughs> Love and they all niggas. Like, they, you it know what I mean? Like, girls. Like, I really thought that he was, like, hipster fish, like, a young white acting. You know what I'm saying? Hipster um, fish. And then there's a very poignant part in the article where they talk about when they, he performed, he was already famous, getting all these deals, blah, blah, blah. He get the Roots Picnic, and it's giving crit cakes. Oh, my God. Not like, to in the Wild Side video. Give it Timberland. It wasn't giving that. It was giving. <laughs> they said the girls was Helen Keller to the to the performance. Smell the fresh cut magnolias. And he was, and in the article, his manager was like, "That's when we realized that like we can't just say, oh, go to WBLS and you'll get black fans.' That like, we had to start from the bottom because black people was not." Caring the fuck about him. Know who he was, and they looked at him like all of the things that you said previously. Like they, we, we didn't know. If it wasn't for me trying to find out a little bit more, just because of that one soundtrack song, I would be just like everybody else and been like, "Oh nah." But he be on Instagram with golds in his mouth and like a tank top and a do rag with, or like the scarf tie, like fabulous in the early two thousands. Like it be black. And like, but the thing is, because so all of us have wrote him off, we mm-hmm. not following him on Instagram to know. Mm-hmm. And I was actually, so they just dropped the tour dates. And as much as his manager was talking all this shit about building a black fan base and blah, 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 them tour dates are given white. The venues are, are traditionally white venues. Like, y'all gonna have him come to D.C. Y'all not gonna say, y'all want him to have black fans, but y'all not sending him to 930? Where he coming here? Hold on, I'm about to tell you, and you're going to be over it. Because not the, D.C., mm, I think that D.C. and Philly differ in concert hall adjacencies. Our stuff really be for everybody. It's no, like, our stuff be for everybody, too, but there is still this idea that certain places, mm-hmm. you know, black people be at. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we'll go to, he's going to be, hold on, let me pull this the paperwork up. Because I know um, Dale East. Come on, Dale East. Um, so he's going to be at Union Transfer in Philly, which is the white hipster venue. Mm. I mean, you can go there and see, like, I think we've seen Sanford there, but okay. like, it's still very much the energy of that's where the white hipster shows be at. Mm. But if you want to be around niggas, go to the Fillmore. 
You get what I'm saying? Like, if you want black fans, like, you got... And white people will go to the Fillmore because there are white shows there. Mm-hmm. But, like, Fillmore is where I've seen Ro James. Love him. Um, um, he's going to be at Lincoln Theater in D.C. Oh, that's upper echelon more than more than white. That's where, like, the old heads go for their plays and stuff like that. That's where Tyler... <laughs> Well, I still wouldn't have expected that. He give me like he would be at Songbird. That's where I seen Baby Rose. Like, oh. but that's a, also a hipster fish. Like, that's a hipster e bar. It's an Adams Morgan. So white people. Mm-hmm. Justin Scott performed there too. So it's kind of mixed here. The Lincoln Theater is for old heads. Like, but I mean, like you said, it's songs to hear my mom were like, maybe they. Maybe I, they, I, they I, that's what I'm saying. His fan base, I mean, his management talking about WBLS, but y'all ain't even never sending no songs over there for real because old black people will like all that old timey stuff and they won't think it's nice that a young man is singing old people music. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I do think that Magnolia and Motorbike both need to be on the radio tonight. No, Show Enough needs to be on the old black station right now because the old heads will love Show Enough. And Why Don't You Touch Me needs to be on my TV screen. Like, I need a video, like. Oh, it is a video. Oh, watching as soon as we hang up. (laughs) Muting the call because I have work to do, but still. But yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I really would love, love, love to have a conversation with him because I really want to talk about what happens when you're a Black artist and your fan base isn't largely Black. Like, I can actually Mm -hmm. read you what he said, because I had sent some screenshots to um, my uh, homie about it, because it was deep, and, like, he was hurt. Yeah, I mean, his story is interesting for that very reason, because it's like, he wanted to sing for us, (laughs) but it just wasn't hitting the same, and I don't know if that's management's fault, or if it was just, like, people had to, he had to reintroduce himself, allow him to reintroduce himself. His name is Leon. And his one name, Eileen, I love that, that you choose an uncle name. What is it? Okay. His real name, Todd. Todd Bridges? He sounds racist. (gasps) What is a ghetto uncle name? Okay, he said... Um, Leon reached a dead end a few months after the Grammys. So he ate the Grammys. He's the doll, whatever. And I was at this Roots picnic. So was Evan. At the 2016 Roots picnic in Philadelphia. He'd been a festival darling since 2015. He made a splash at South by Southwest and had gone on to play some of the biggest festivals like Bonnaroo and Lollapalooza. They all seemed to love Leon. They also happened to be mostly white. Not so at Roots picnic. It was almost as if I was playing into a wall, he tells me, still stunned by the cold reception he received. He's not lying. You can see clips on Instagram. And one, a young black woman sways absentmindedly as she scrolls on her phone. Everybody else stands still like they're in a lot of DMV, except for one tall white guy who raises his fist and jams hard. To be fair, Leon had the misfortune of playing right after the late DMX. Um... Whose high energy shows should arguably never be followed by anyone, especially not a soul singer. Leon also was also new to many in the audience. His management later confessed to knowing best how to market to white hipsters. Nigga, I wanted to cry. That's literally what he wrote. That's what it says. Nigga, I wanted to cry, Leon says that day, which he and his team considered a wake-up call. 
As he started looking toward his follow-ups to coming home, he felt that we exhausted what we could do with that aesthetic. He needed a change. Part of my thought process was, I'm not going to be fulfilling your wet dreams and having a soul revivalist man. I'm way more than this. He wasn't sure what, if any, wet dreams he would fulfill, but he knew he wanted to keep his sonic foundation soulful. And he knew what question he had to answer. How do I connect with my people more? I might have to read that. And then management said he was a bottle rocket, but we, well, what we realized pretty quickly is that the album went niche massive. That was naivete on management's part. We thought we just play a WBLS radio event. WBLS is old black people music, like Uncle Charlie radio station for people that's not, that don't live in New York. We thought if we just play a WBLS radio event and play at the Apollo, then all of a sudden black audiences are going to care. We learned quickly that it doesn't work that way. We had to start at the bottom. And y'all still at the bottom, no shade. But I will say with this project, people that I would not expect to listen to his music are talking about it. Because you weren't the only person who sent me music from it that day. Because I said something about Magnolias before you did it. You was like, ah! Because we was both talking about it. But you know how the gays push artists. It's a few of the gays on Leon Live right now. And I like that for them. On his line, aesthetically or his line musically? Musically, I'm not, I'm, ooh. on his line musically. Um, <laughs> yeah. Had to clarify, you never know. Yeah, you never know. He looked at cute in, in one of the little videos and I had to reassess. So I get it. I had to readjust like Brandy. <laughs> Who looks younger than everybody in that new Galat video. Yeah, she is crazy. Nobody should look that young. How could one woman have this much youth? Shut up. <laughs> I need to get my nails done. But yeah, shout out to Gold Digger Sound bringing the black back for Leo. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Bring it back the black. You need to. You have to. Should have never left to start with, but you know, whatever. You back. Welcome. <laughs> you just put out a full platter, and that's funny. Cause she always eat every episode. Yeah, I need a little snack too. These juicy soft mango joints from Trader Joe's. You love the mango, the dry mangoes. Let's talk about that. They a little carby, but they good. <laughs> you said they what? Carby, like they got twenty nine grams oh. of carbs. I feel like that's a lot. Any now, dog? You can eat carbs. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> Rolling down into the size portion, the world is open and I think you need to close back up. That's world fast, tightly. You know, DC got the mask mandate again. We got to wear masks everywhere again. Back I think Atlanta did too, which is shocking because you know, everybody in Atlanta at the club. It is kind of giving like a body out. He loved that for me. <laughs> Yeah, Atlanta is shoot up the club central. So I don't know why they all of a sudden are trying to be fiscally responsible, socially responsible, but yeah, it's giving masks. Mask, it's, mask. it's weird because it's like, y'all, this is the thing you can't make people roll back. You know what I'm saying? Like, people were already itching to get out of those masks to start with. You let the girls out. Who let the dogs out? Roof, roof. And now they out. They not going back. Hey. 
And you just gonna have to deal, cope, and adjust because the people in Atlanta wasn't getting sick anyway. I know Delta Sigma Theta about to have the yard stomping, but from a variant perspective, why y'all scared now? Right. Well, <clears throat> allegedly, when this all first started, Keisha didn't want to open up stuff, but the governor was like, no, bitch, we're opening. So allegedly, Keisha never wanted what's happening in Atlanta to happen. Right. Allegedly. It is alleged, but from what I have heard, because I have like three white coworkers out of 45 people, and one of them was telling me that people don't see it from that camp. I don't know nothing about Atlanta politics because I don't live there anymore. But, yeah, and yeah. So that sounds right. Like, he probably was pushing to get everything back open, and Keisha was like, uh-uh, sweetie. And I believe there was some litigation involved or a threat of litigation if she didn't open it or something like that. It was a it was an ordeal. With that being said, we've seen plenty of reasons for the world to get closed again at Roll Aloud this past week. One being your girl Des Dior. Now, who gave Des Dior COVID? Because that is colorism. <laughs> Lotto was there, and she okay. No shade, that's my daughter. I would have been mad if somebody gave my daughter COVID. But Coyla Ray was there, and nobody gave her COVID. Why you gonna give it to the brownie a rap? That's Dior. <laughs> you cannot say that COVID is colorista. Hmm. That's gorgeous. That's one. And Mulatto and Coyla Ray both needed to be during the nighttime stage. They did very well, from what I saw. No, Coyla Ray didn't do good. What are you talking about? She had a couple songs. She had a couple moments that I liked from the clips that I seen. That you like the crowd was just staring at her for the clips I seen. Oh, well, I would have been up there like. I'm not saying she not like you know I like her for the songs that I like. I'm just saying that the crowd wasn't seeing it. Mm Hmm. But let's start there. Actually, Rolling Loud got the weirdest crowd of all festivals. Of all time i don't understand i want to get excited for festivals again with reason but i never was interested in rolling loud it's a little too trappy dappy for me it'd be all white so it don't even give go and like make friends i guess that sounded inflammatory or like prejudice but not no (laughs) my whole thing is i you know i'm festival children but, and I don't have no problem being surrounded by a bunch of white people, but I feel like at 35, being around a bunch of drunk white 19-year-olds, I don't have the energy. The time, you know? the capacity, the bandwidth, I don't have it. I don't. Yeah, I really, really, really don't. And then it's like they be having chaperones because there's a clip floating around right now, this old white lady singing Lil Uzi or somebody. And she knew the shit worked. Oh, that white lady was going off. That was her song. In Jesus Sandals. And I was like, be one with the Lord, Moses. Like, I don't know. It just, my little sister and my little cousins, like Winter and Milana have gone to Rolling Loud multiple times. And I'm just- Oh, like, really? Yeah, it just don't seem like my my set. I need what a- did they, What was their experience like? They ghetto, so it was fine. But that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm asking because- the festival don't give me ghetto. It just seemed like drunk, rowdy, white college kids. I know that. That's what, I'm asking, what they experience was like. 
the last time they went, they said that they stayed towards the back the whole time because they just wasn't interested in the crowd. But mm-hmm. that's not what I go to festivals for. When we went to see Rihanna and Made in America, I was at the fucking stage. And then... But it's too chaotic to be up close like that. It depends. Depends. When we go see Tinatra, I'm going to the front of the stage, Stephanie. Do you? No, I'm saying at Rolling Loud. Oh yeah. Uh-uh. And in the world of COVID, I'm not trying to be that close to nobody. Right. And that's the thing. And that's our topic for today. We're talking about what the world is trying to rush back, back to normal. Shit ain't normal. We and- just saw that the um. The Lovers and Friends dropped another lineup. It's the exact same one. It's just later. Oh, well, so they dropped the flyer. That's late. Their festival's going to be 2022. First of all, I feel like that flyer is cursed because as soon as it came out, COVID came. Hello? So, secondly, it's just like, I, I, I do like that they at least said 2022, but I'm still like, Race is going back up. I looked at the New York numbers and it's shooting back up like a fucking ride at Six Flags. The Joker's fucking jinx. Like, I can't. I'm not interested in none of that. Nothing has come out that I was super pressed to go to except the Lights Off tour. Lights Out, Lights Off. I don't know what her... They keep calling her Miss Glasses. I don't know what she... um, this glasses is so funny. That's not even a real festival because by nature, it's inside of the concert hall, so it's like not festival-like. I'm not coming to a two-day concert for $400 to see, even though I do want to see everybody on the docket, but um, it's only like 20 acts, and I'm not paying $400 for that, no. And that's the thing I was saying to somebody the other day, like, back when I say my travel blog, my whole thing was like, um, was about like budget travel, budget fun. And the way that I used to decide if I was going to a festival was one, how many people on the full list do I want to see? Then I divide that by how much the tickets cost. Come on, math. Yes. So if, and the thing is for that tour, it was only what, like 15, 20 names on there. Mm -hmm. So the the price don't match up to the cost because Mm -hmm. for some of them people, it's only like $20, like $20, $25 a person, right? $20 to $30, depending on your range of numbers that you'll see. Right. Right? But it's certain people on there, they think it's not going to be $30. So why would I pay $30 to see them at a festival to do half of what they would do if it was their actual tour? Yeah. That don't make the no math, sense. The math maths. I get it. When, what's that girl? She said, somebody ain't doing the math right. What is this? You did Come it. Come on up. Shout out to Philly. So I'm coming to Philly for her. <laughs> I need to stay an extra day just to make sure I get my time in. No, but I completely agree with you. I want to see everybody on there, but no. I also don't really understand why they're letting Chloe perform alone. Whatever. I don't want to talk about Chloe and Holly, but... And you know what else? What I was thinking? Maybe it's not in a festival format. I hope the smacking is not on the... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish chewing. We stay with a snack and a back. Well, maybe what I'm thinking is it's not going to be a normal festival format since it is in Barclays, that maybe it's going to be like the old hair review where everybody <laughs> come and do six songs uh-huh. and hit it. But that's, Barclays is indoors. I don't like that. That's one. Strike against it. 
the merch is going to go crazy because everybody that I want to see is there. But I don't know. Just give me a T-shirt. Who going? Is anybody that listen to this show going? You can give me a T-shirt. The fuck? I'm our dogs don't be playing with them people, and our dogs been be reading her, so you know they not going. They call her shades or miss glasses one more time. I'm going to have a connection. That's funny. Y'all do miss glasses. Stream process for defined abs. I've been on the season. A song. She don't care about it though. That album came and went. It's sad. Um to you. No, I still listen to it. I'm talking about the people at large. Yeah, the people at large are not seeing it. And I I can't blame them because she didn't do what she was supposed to do. It should have been damaged and then processed and then close to you. That's yep. in the fucking single layout. But the dolls don't want to listen to me. Put me on the team. I'm ready to quit my job. Me too. I'm ready for you to quit your job too. <laughs> Damn. No Sade. Yeah. Wow. Um I don't know. People are launching at these damn festivals. Like, but all right, Muse. But like, we go in to see Tanashi, right? Yes. How do you feel about being in a venue with a bunch of people? Because it's not like it's seated. It's given very much general admission. How do you feel? My thing is this. Hopefully, I'm vaxxed and waxed. I'm I'm not really waxed, but I'm vaccinated. I think that that armor of the Lord is enough for me to be comfortable at 930 Club because I've already been to other stuff where the amount of people could be at like a 930 Club. Like it's not, it's not Barclays at all. 930 Club is like a hole in the wall, small con, like I went to see Little Dragon. But that's why I'm more concerned because it is a smaller space and it's more compact. Hmm. It's giving double masks for me. I'm definitely wearing my mask the whole time. My cousin went to the um, Usher we'll have to, review. And um, she, her, her husband had their mask on the whole show. I want to go see Usher too randomly. His show looks bomb. Mm-hmm. I would risk COVID for that. Um, I mean, we just going to have to be masked up because I'm trying to get on the stage. <laughs> it's no shot day. Like... Tinashe gonna see me that night. You said he been practicing the bouncing choreo, so. All I need is a trampoline, dog. Bouncing on up. You listen to her new song? Love it. She don't do no wrong except address. I said that in the first half of the show. Oh my God. <laughs> I really be about to spit. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, but then. That's not even the only thing. Erica Badu is coming here. She gonna be at the MGM. I want to go to that. Yeah, my aunt been um asking if I'm going. I'm like, girl, it's a pandemic, and you is um um you immune, whatever the fuck it's called. When you got an autoimmune deficiency or something like that. No, I'm saying like yeah, she like she um she in chemotherapy. I'm like, girl. Oh yeah, she need to sit it down. We done seen Erica 500 times as a family. Like, me and her and my mom have been so... Well, it's more so me and her go. We just dragged my mom. Um, and me and her going by ourselves before. Like, we seen Erica a thousand times. She ain't got no new music that we need to hear live. That's fair. And we watched all her concerts during the pandemic already. Oh, dear. And them joints eight. So... looking through our Instagram grid the other day so that I could figure out how to make us famous. And our grid is everything. Like, the way that we broke up her concert nights in a row 
everything. Oh, we did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me look. <laughs> you are irritating. I am. I don't know what it is about Florida or what it is about COVID in general, the pandemic time frame, this era of life that we in, but everybody is losing it. Like, all of this shit about the baby and what he said about the gays, I'm tired. One, do y'all be expecting niggas like that to be normal about gay shit? Wait, how we get back to the to the baby? You gonna off? I'm I'm ready though, but <laughs> you just went off. Because like we talked about the weird crowd of whites, we talked about um, Des Dior giving everybody COVID. The other festivals are a chop, and Roller Loud was like the guinea pig. And it didn't really go that well. Like a lot of controversy has has busted off because of this. So I'm just like, do I want to be in the mix of the mess? No. And that's the thing. It's just I don't like not knowing what I'm walking into. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have hesitations. Like I was talking a bit yesterday, and I was conceived. I was like, oh, I got Tanisha tickets. I was like, but I stress bought them. Cause mm-hmm. I also was like, if COVID go away, I don't want to not have the tickets. Right. So, and then like the only reason we didn't see her already was because of COVID. So they loosen in the reins. I'm going. Cause we also we were supposed to see her and um, Doja. Remember the Hot Pink tour? We were supposed to see Doja. We were supposed to see Dinashe. I was supposed to go see Katrina here and in New York. I was also going to see Janae. My little sister and I was going to see Janae. That Katrina refund hurt my feelings. I was mad when that money came. Nigga, I was supposed to go to Coachella. That refund hurt my feelings. I was like, oh wow, I'm never gonna go. Yeah, you and Mad was excited. We were supposed to be holding hands with strangers, crying to "Self Control" by Frank Ocean in the middle of nowhere, on a drug that I never took before. What a way to go! Twenty twenty was trash. All around. Yeah. Oh, and no, I actually kind of love sitting in the house, but... Sitting home waiting for you. Staring at these bones. Is this your new move, dogs? You just keep doing it. You like, everybody, you want everybody to see the waist? It's the waist. It's really just the waist. You everyone to see the waist? <laughs> it's really just to get into the weight loss for me. Like, um, like, uh, Santana, the waist. <laughs> I'm about to hop back in my goyard. Tan is funny. Tan is funny. That video about that boy, never mind. I don't even want to talk about it. He couldn't say melanin. Oh, that was funny as shit. But how you can say pigmentation and you can't say melanin? Uh, okay, so now we're going to drag the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Kirkland's. Yeah. Thoroughly. What are your thoughts? Because I feel like the gay-straight divide is not as hefty as people think that it is, for real. Like, you said something on the phone the other day, and I was like, no, that's true. That's how we feel, too. When you were like, it makes them look sus that they just always got something to say about whatever is gay. Yeah, well, it's newer developments because you know it's just been a bunch of mess going on. So, did you see he released a new music video? I saw with the censor. I only saw the picture of him with the censor lady giving him head or whatever. 
Right. And then there's a scene where he says something about AIDS and he like he's like, I'm like AIDS, I ain't going away or something like that. And he flashes a sign that says AIDS in the video. So now I'm like, because at first when this was first said, I was like, oh, he's trying to, um, he's being crazy and he's, and it's too specific for him to have not recently had an AIDS scare or for him to be getting a blowjob in the parking lot. It just felt too specific. But then this video comes out and I'm like, did he say this as promo for this music video for this song that don't sound good? That's dumb. Either way, promo or not, it came across like you just had an altercation with someone that you found out was gay. It sounded like one of your friends got outed. You caught them in the act in the parking lot. Like it was very, very specific. And I'm just like, he ain't just saying no homophobic shit. He sounded hurt. Like this was something else. Right. And that's my thing. It it did not sound. Maybe we should walk everybody through what happened. From beginning to end. So you can talk about Rolling Loud. I can talk about his first apology video. And then we can go from there. So at the set of the concert, he comes out and him and the DJ are like having a back and forth conversation, like to size the crowd. But he says, Shout out to all of y'all out there that don't got AIDS or HIV. All of y'all that ain't dying in two weeks. He was like, shout out to y'all that's not out here sucking dick in the parking lot. <laughs> and then the DJ chimed in and was like, yeah, some of y'all looking real sus. Like what? This is pointed. Y'all are talking to someone. This is something that you have experienced with. There's an issue that we don't know about. We not in on a joke and we not laughing because it's not funny. Because you right. just don't say nothing like that to people. Um, I watched the, the review of Funky Donnie, he said a few things that I didn't even think about. Like, what if I was a person that was HIV positive and it was my dying wish to come see the fucking baby? Right, and this is what he's saying. And this is what it's given. The association with homosexuality and the, the HIV AIDS virus or epidemic, you would think was something that died out in the like 90s, but people are still making it seem like, oh, it's a gay thing. And that's like really not true. Like if you look just solely at the numbers, more African-American women have HIV or AIDS than men, period. No shade. It's definitely rising with the ladies, the straight ones. So. It's not because they got a nigga on the DL. It's not because they acted out and they had a lesbian encounter one time. Like, that is not what it's given. Like, the math is the math. The facts are the facts. The science is the science. But people scared to get vaccinated. So, I mean, and that's another thing. You, is this a safe sex rally? Because you also not really wearing a mask either. So, like, what are you protecting? And you know he don't have protective sex because look who's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. And then the, the, the apology was even worse because he kind of doubled down on what he was saying and made it seem like, but his gay fans are not nasty. Right. Okay, so then he puts a video and he like, nah, because I love my gay fans. But I, what I was trying to say was my gay fans, they got class. My gay fans got respect for themselves. They not going to be sucking dick in no parking lot. You messing with one of my gay fans, you got to take them to a hotel. Don't take them to, no, no not even a hotel. You got to take them to a suite. Don't be having them at your motherfucking mama house, you know? Because if you are the baby fan, like my gay, the baby fans, they bossed up. 
know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna be doing all that nasty shit. They ain't, they ain't gonna be having no diseases and shit. And I'm like, what? Excuse me? Like, wh- like to me, that was even crazier than what he said on the stage. Yeah. Because, like, this, this is not helping your case, sir. First of all, you jumped out the window being inflammatory and, like, sex shaming, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Also, who don't be giving hair in the parking lot? Like, not like that, but, like, <laughs> I feel like that is not uncommon from growing up as a wee gay. Like, Sometimes the car is what you get. You get your own little stuff or whatever. I don't know. But it just came off as very, very, very strange to even open up with that. This is the beginning of your set. And you didn't say, I don't know. He could have said anything like, shout out to all my lovely ladies in the crowd. Shout out to. Right. He could say anything. He could say anything. But that's why I'm saying, like, now I'm like, he was saying it to promote this song. That's stupid, and everybody needs to fire the marketing team if that's the case. Like, didn't nobody tell him to go out there and say that? I can't believe that. He did that on his own, of his own volition, and it was nasty. And I like that Dua Lipa has spoken out because a hit that he didn't need to be on anyway. I love it. I don't know why he was on there. Yeah, it didn't make no sense. Lil Nas don't let nobody breathe when they say something crazy about him. I love that. And then I just, y'all let T.I. say, and T.I. need a muzzle and an electric chair. He's and so deep- annoying. And it's like, first of all, giving Libra's a bad name, but he also, you know how Azealia Banks do his voice, uh, and then I say, uh, he was like, if Lil, if Lil Nas X can pop his shit, uh, then, uh, freedom of speech, equality, the, the baby can say. But this is my thing with these rappers. All y'all music be talking about sucking dick, she riding dick, you know, slapping dick in her face. So what's the difference between what y'all are saying in y'all music and y'all videos with girls busting it open, laying it low, spreading it wide, and what Lil Nas X doing, it's the same thing. And to be fair, Lil Nas X stuff is still more tame. It's just with niggas. He ain't swiping a credit card down no butt cheeks in the jail video on Industry Baby. And his songs don't be, I mean, I don't think, I've never heard the lyrics being like, suck my dick. He will do like little gay innuendos that be like cute, but it's still towing the line. It's never like, I want to come in your face. I'm trying to have you swallow my kids. Like it's nothing like that. about rappers. Right. That's what they talking about. Have you heard Throat Baby? A song. Right. And that video with the baby is in it. He's fine on come. What is wrong with you? Everybody, like, it's juvenile, it's immature, it's childish. You would think that we were better than that, but, like, I don't know. He just, it put a very bad taste in my mouth. And I wasn't sucking dick in the parking lot. Like, <laughs> I don't know. The baby can kick rocks, and everybody who behind him can as well. T.I. don't need to say nothing about nobody. You got way too much stuff going on in the public. And that's the other thing. All the men that got something to say every time some gay, something or another, y'all got too much um, litigation for um, litigation for um, sexual misconduct. The people be deviants and not the party. Like, it's real bad. Pleasure P, Timbaland, Boosie, T.I., 
Wait, what Timberland said? I don't know, but his name was in the in the in the roundup when I was researching. I don't know exactly what he said yet, but he also had some allegations towards him at one point off of something creepy and sexually deviant. And then Pleasure P was fingering them little girls or like his his niece or nephew or something. And then like, I don't know, it's just these people be wild as shit. And they always got something to say about some gays. Leave these fucking niggas alone and let them have some Alone. They not even bother. Lil Nas X is literally not bothering nobody. He only is as controversial as he is because y'all be starting it. Because he's just trolling. Nobody really listen to this boy music. We just like the trolls. Yeah, like it's funny because he not going to let y'all breathe. That's hilarious to watch. Because he's not going to stop. He's going to keep being annoying. That's the goop in the game. And I thrive off of pettiness, so I like that. <laughs> like, I just, it makes them all look a little suspected. Like, were y'all touched as a child? Like, what is it? I need to know the lay of the land when it comes to your sexual behavior. Because, what? That just, it was just in very bad taste. I don't and have- Rappers that. live in poor taste, so- ass, look, I, I, this boy, woo. Zoe from Wildin' Out, like the internet comedian joint, he gonna have a FaceTime conversation or like a Zoom call with T.I. and basically agree with what T.I. was saying. And he was just like, I don't think that the baby should get anything, any endorsements taken away, or I don't think that we should be stopping his bag or anything like that. Excuse me? Like, I'm sorry, but... But he's also the same person who said that he only talked to straight niggas. So that's a whole other insecure insecurity and men, like mental disability that I can't like. Cause nigga, please. Excuse me. That is a hot mess. I don't like it. Hot mess express and Ti is driving it. I don't like. It. <laughs> Well, what we're not, what we don't like is the drive up of um, COVID rates. So everybody, whatever your concert decision status is, it's like, please start wearing masks again because we will be like this forever. It's real out here. Like I seen some lady post on Twitter today that her, her aunt was vaccinated and she got the Delta and died today. What? Yes. So... Because apparently the Delta is, is stronger or something. I don't know. But, you know, everybody just be safe. Like, being outside is not that important. Mm-mm. Like, your life is way more important than brunch, than trap brunch or whatever y'all go to on the weekends. COVID is out here throwing up the dynasty sign, and I'm not here for it. Listen, okay? It's real sad. It's the rock in the building. <laughs> rock la familia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's just sad because even at work we have to do a good job of like debunking myths and stereotypes and stuff like that when it comes to the virus. And I'm just like, why are y'all so reluctant to believe that this is something you should do? Like people talking about it came out too fast. Yeah, that's what happens when literally every fucking medical official in the world is banding together and sharing notes on how to cure this shit because so many people were dying at once. But it's also not so fast because China been grappling. They were working on the vaccine before March when right. everything shut down. 
that's one. And like I said, everybody in the medical industry, all of the head honchos in that world were like giving each other clues and like it was a whole thing trying to figure out how to cure it or whatever. Why would you not believe them? And then people talking about the Tuskegee experiment and like my dumbass, I've watched Mrs. Evers Boys. It is a very traumatic um, film, a movie, but like I did have thoughts like that in my mind about it. But the way that my life is set up, I would not be able to not get the vaccine. We said nine people could come over for Thanksgiving. I had 21 niggas in my house. My family don't care. They just, <laughs> and I live in the hub of family for my family, like hub of, yeah, hub of family for my family. So like, this is where they come to for stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I have to protect myself because I don't know what y'all doing. And y'all, oh, right. I don't want to be giving y'all nothing because I'm going out. Outside. Right. So we had to get actual Tuskegee experiment survivors for a campaign at work to debunk myths that this is not the same thing. Why are Black people dumb like that? Like, why would you think that this is, what? Not why are Black people dumb like that? <laughs> like it was the older generations or like people way older than us. That no, it's people our age being crazy. And I'm just like, y'all supposed to be with the shits. Like, I don't know. It's a very strange time. And I just, I'm not going to nothing without a mask on. If you see me in the streets, shorty, you'll know me. Like, uh, that was a T.I. reference. Yikes. Don't want to say that, doll. <laughs> but yeah, it's just real. It's real crazy. And it's nope. just like, y'all, really, please. And the way that the mask mandate is set up, now, I don't even know if I go into something and I don't have to wear my mask because I don't have to because I'm vaccinated. It's people in there who didn't get vaccinated and they definitely don't have their mask on. And they definitely do not have their mask on. And I'm just like, well, this don't even make no sense. And I also feel like people look at me like I'm crazy because I'm walking around with a mask on like, oh, he must not got the vaccine. No, I got it, sweets. I just don't trust you. And that's the thing. you They want us to trust Americans like, have you been here? <laughs> have you, you want to trust who, sweetie? America don't even trust itself. Right. And you and you want us to do what, sweet pea? Yeah. Hell it's, no. It's crazy. Down with, shut all this shit down. Shut the baby up. Boost it. <laughs> like, it's just a whole... The baby and a few others. But that's how you know life is hard when fucking... Um, Chris Brown is the voice of reason. What did he say? He Brown was like, just perform, say thank you, and get the fuck off the stage. Yeah. He put that on his stories this morning. I like that for him. He need to, he need to be on the right side of history at some point. For once. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a mess. And we're going to be in this same situation come next year and the year after if all of these people just don't get what they supposed to get. I found out today, because it was on a clip from um, C-SPAN or something like that. And the people were saying that because so many people do not have the vaccine, people who are vaccinated could come in contact with the Delta variant and not be affected. Like say, for instance, it was a person that was not affected, but still transmitted to someone who does not have the vaccine and right. then they die. So right. in my mind, that, that's right. That's factuals. Right. So the common denominator there is if everybody actually had the vaccine, then it will be fine. 
because I wouldn't be able to transmit nothing to you that ain't gonna hurt me. Right. And like, but you never know. So now it's who fucking knows. Not to end yeah. on a somber note, but go get tested, go get vaccinated. I've been fully vaccinated for a very long time now, and I'm still going to get tested every time I leave the city. If I'm around a bunch of people and I don't know. The other day I went somewhere and I was like, let me take some ginger shots and some echinacea and some motherfucking emergency. <laughs> like, I'm still doing all of that stuff. I got my sea moss, my elderberry syrup, my little weight loss drops. Like, I'm not playing my apple cider vinegar gummies. I got the ashwagandha joints too. Shout out to Goalie. They sell it at Urban Outfitters now. You got to do what you got to do to stay strong. And this is all with the vaccine. I haven't seen it at all. Man, these people, I just... Because what can you say? You know, because you can't tell grown people what to do. No, you really can't. And that's my problem now. Because you, you be really wanting the grown people to, like, be on one accord with you, and they don't. People just be so stuck. We can't even get the girls to listen to Tinashe. How am I going to tell them to put their mask on? <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Mask up. Or shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you can even put the fucking mask back on. I'm not going to try. I don't have to lie. I won't. Waste your time It's just Been one night But you're all I need In the world If you could Just put on my shirt Girl Baby don't need Cause I want you again Wake up beside you Again and again Ooh. Smell fresh cutting magnolia. Tell me what you want, let me spoil you. Put you on top, I would never know you. And you know you're bad, know you're bad. Beetle waves crashing on the soil. Dig down deep to the coil. Or get a love straight from the soil Do you feel the same? I can see it in your face So tell me why Can't just run away Leave today If you call, just put on my shirt